Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello, everybody. I'm Lou Dobbs. This is The Great America Show. Good to have you with us today. Thanks for being with us. Election Day is now 18 days away and coming at us fast. Let's hope the Republicans, independents, conservatives, disaffected, that is, awake, not woke Democrats all over the country, are raring to go to work at polling places doing volunteer work wherever there are voting stations and booths and all set to vote, vote, vote. How about it? And bring a friend or 10 or more. Make it a wave, folks. Make it a wave. The polls are looking good, very good for Republicans, and the Dems are increasingly desperate, as you've probably noticed. The puppet president has even been sent out by his Marxist dim masters to throw money, lots of money, around in an unprecedented amount, literally hundreds of billions of dollars, all to buy as many votes on November 8 as possible. Here we go, all this to buy those votes. Biden's student loan forgiveness program underway, and all of this taking place before Election Day. The next 18 days, they are pushing the program. 400 to as much as $900 billion of taxpayer money, which means a lot of hardworking families are paying for the kids of more affluent families to go to college. It's beyond stupid. It's beyond outrageous. Biden has also ordered the release of as many as 15 million barrels of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. He's trying to get gasoline prices down in less than 18 days, mind you. Biden, in less than two years, has released 200 million barrels of oil from our nation's strategic reserve. And despite that, gas prices in California over $6 a gallon. And those strategic reserves are now at the lowest level in almost 40 years. He did all that in less than two years in office and all trying to win votes. No other reason. It's what used to be called walking around money, handing out cash for votes. Biden has just taken that to insane levels and insane defines his entire puppet presidency. Massive corruption also defines Biden's presidency. Open borders, rampant federal funding of millions of illegals to get into the country and stay here. Weaponization of the Department of Justice and FBI. Going after President Trump or his supporters or his advisors or whomever else they want. For example, we just talked with Peter Navarro, advisor to the president for four years. The FBI threw him in a cell. FBI agents arresting him for not responding to a January 6th committee subpoena. And my pillow founder, Mike Lindell, surrounded by three FBI cars and a number of agents in a drive through lane of a Hardee's out in Iowa. They questioned him for about 20 minutes, took his phone, and then never told him why. That's Biden's America, folks, and it can happen to any one of us. And here now, our guest today, Mike Lindell, the CEO of MyPillow, great American patriot. And, Mike, great to have you back with us. 
you've been down in Florida trying to help out a lot of folks hit hard by that hurricane in giving away pillows and blankets. Tell us how those folks are doing after that terrible storm. Well, it was, it's, you know, we've done it for all the natural disasters at my pillow. We have, my employees worked so hard over the weekend last weekend, uh, getting these pillows made and, uh, We've done it for all the hurricanes, but we went down there. And this one, you know, I always go down there myself, too, wherever this the disaster is at. And uh, this was, I always work with Samaritan's Purse. They're just an amazing group. And we started out in the morning about 5.30, 6 o'clock, and, and we do, they get in a big prayer. We have a big prayer, prayer time. And then uh, all the volunteers come in. They train the new volunteers. Uh, and it's just amazing. And then we got out in the... Right, and we went neighborhood by neighborhood. I know my my, my truck, uh, the first semi that made it down there, is full of my pillows and Bible pillows for the children. These are smaller pillows. They have Bible verses on it and and stories like Daniel and the and and uh, you know, baby Jesus. Nice. Yeah, and so they uh, and the, so we're witnessing at the same time that we are and evangelizing at the same time we're giving out these these. Uh, Blankets and pillows. We brought blankets this time too. Uh, we've kind of learned what people need and in, in, uh, when they lose everything. And what I found, Lou, is these people down there. We went through a Hispanic community and then also a, a, a well, three other ones before it started downpouring of all things uh, in the afternoon. But but uh, one of the things these people have lost all their physical belongings, but yet they're asking me questions and so concerned looking for hope for our nation. Uh, that was a, a, like a common theme. And, and, uh, um, and, and it was, uh, especially in the Hispanic community there, we had, we had some of them, we, we had interpreters and, and uh, um, I know that uh, my gal that was with, you know, she prayed with a lot of them and, and, uh, and they, uh, they're still all of them so strong and courageous and hopeful. And, and uh, it was just amazing. I just, to me, so, to yeah. have, to have the gift of giving for me, that just makes me feel good when I'm there and being able to help these people. And Franklin Graham and Samaritan's Purse, uh, I know that you do a lot of work uh, uh, with him. Uh, and he had such great, kind words to say about you and all that you're doing for folks down there. Uh, give us give us a sense. I, I want to move on to s- some political uh, issues here before the nation. Uh, but give us a sense of just uh, how much progress are they making down there in restoring, uh, and I know they can't do it in a matter of just weeks, but uh, how how is the recovery effort going down there, and how are those people doing? Well, I, I think it's going really good. You talk to a lot of people, they'll go, you know, don't abandon us. And they feel that it gets forgotten really fast in the news, which it does. Right. The news cycles out and everyone thinks, oh, it's out of sight, out of mind. Everything's beautiful, you know, or everything's getting done. But I've seen, uh, you know, uh, Samaritan Purse, I'm telling you, those guys, they were up physically doing carpentry. You know, they're, they're, they need, volunteers that's their biggest need and uh that's samaritanspurse.org but they i i seen progress just where i can put my you know my mind's eye wow look at all this that all the um the um piles and piles of debris from these buildings and from these trailers and from the you know and then i look at their they're already making progress where they're rebuilding that and in very fast uh but still there's many that aren't that they haven't gotten to and um 
you know, and they're, everyone's in a different thing of it. They lost everything. They didn't have insurance. They didn't have this or they had this. And, and, um, but I see progress, but I, the sad part is, is the news, even their local news, it doesn't, um, it seems to be lose itself in the news cycle. So I like, I went down there, you know, I wanted to keep them in the news, keep them in the news that these, they need help down there. And, um, and, and these volunteers, I will say this, that they're not forgotten by the volunteers. The people down there are amazing. And there were hundreds that turned out the day I was there just to, uh, of all new people, um, for Samaritan's Purse. And there's many other, many other groups right. down there too, not just them. I don't want to discredit any of the other groups that are local that are just working like, you know, giving up their regular jobs to help, to help out. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah, we're we're a country that still believes in giving and uh, and being there for folks who need it, uh, and those folks obviously do. Right. And thank thank you, Mike, for all you're doing, uh, and all of your folks down there. Uh, I, I want to turn to now some of the uh, the news that's uh, hitting. Uh, this uh, we find out Paul Ryan making a big forecast this weekend, uh, saying Donald Trump will not be the Republican nominee in 2024. Now, this is a man who started fighting his uh, his candidacy. He didn't want him to be a candidate, let alone the president. Right. I thought, you know, thought a number of times he had uh, uh, driven a stake through Donald Trump's heart mm-hmm. uh, as he's headed toward the White House. And now here he is uh, acting as ignorant as we're used to from him, yeah. uh, saying Trump won't be the Republican nominee. Your thought, of, and by the way, he's the vice chair of this outfit called Tenail. Uh, I don't know if you know anything about it, but we're going to find out a lot about it. Uh, give us your thought about Ryan and his prognostication. Uh, well, Paul Ryan, what I've learned now is that, you know, you've got him and the vice president, uh, Pence, and all these guys, and Reince Priebus and Bo- Robin Voss in Wisconsin. To me, they're, I, I, Lou, I believe they're all part of the Uniparty. I believe they're all part of this Uniparty that has taken over our country, that they, you know, I, I'm sorry, when I see things out there that, like Robin Voss in Wisconsin, one of the biggest blockers this country's ever seen, he's the, um, um, the, um, the, the, what is it called? The Speaker of the House for Wisconsin. Right. And, and, and he's, uh, he's the head of the House there. And he has completely blocked the investigation that was done. And they said decertify Wisconsin. He is, they've all fought Donald Trump every step of the way. Paul Ryan, I'm sorry, there's something wrong there. And he's, there's another agenda, and it's a very hidden agenda, and I don't care. I, I'm going to say it like it is. When you see behavior that's a deviation from what the people want or what you know what's going on in our country, he's been nothing but a deviation, deviation. I think he has ties to Fox, too. Um, you know, the, the, uh, there's a lot of deviations there that I'm dealing with. And I, I'll tell you what, I'm going to go very public on all these things in the next month here. And uh, Donald Trump will be the Republican uh, nominee, hands down. When he announces he's running, I'm telling you, Lou, it's not even a question. I spend time on the ground from California to Florida to New York City and everywhere in between. People want politicians that have common sense. They're tired of this uniparty going back and forth in these things that they never had the people's back. Paul Ryan never had the people's back, And period. And I'm talking... Anything decisions that were be made to help all people, not just one party, to help the people. Remember, this is supposed to be a government for the people. 
And it's well, uh, he's disgusting as far as I'm concerned. I'm just hearing about this now from you, and it's very disturbing because I'm telling you, 70% of this country want Donald Trump back in office. Well, one of the things I'm interested in is that it was an interview with Taneo and that was released to the public, and of course, all the left-wing outlets love anything Paul Ryan does because he's one of them. He is a lefty, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but he, the, he's the vice chair of Tadeo, and they're interviewing him and distributing his. Uh, you know, it, we we need to just learn a lot more about how how you do things over there at Tadeo. Uh, I want to turn to uh, also the election software CEO uh, at uh, Kinnick, uh, which is charged with. Uh, giving Chinese contractors uh, data access, turning over 2 million uh, uh, units of, uh, of data on 2 million poll workers, for crying out loud, and, and basing it in China. Uh, your reaction to that? Well, it just validates everything I've been saying since uh, since uh, January of 2021 that China was a huge, the CCP a hugely involved in this takeover with the Uniparty, the Deep State, the globalists. They're all tied in together. This is just one piece. It's very good timing, though, Lou, because it comes on. You're going to see some big news come on come out of me. Remember, we've just subpoenaed Negroponte, Clapper, uh, James Baker, former. FBI general counsel. We've subpoenaed Brennan. I've subpoenaed all these people and I'm ready to release. The government says I can release stuff from that the information I have from the 2020 election. They just said this three weeks ago. So this is, I have people now just diving into this lawyers and, and, uh, investigators into, um, this China connection here with this guy that was charged and, and it's, I believe it's all going to tie together. It's all going to fit together like a glove. And, and, um, but it, uh, it, sh- but once again, the good thing about this is it actually made the news. See, this is what we're up against. We, these things need to make the news and this has actually made the news. And, uh, um, you know, this is one thing that they would not let me drop at the, at the, um, with the China connection at my cyber symposium a year ago because of this government gag order that was on the information I have from Dennis Montgomery. Well, now the government said two weeks ago I could go ahead and release that. So I've been every day, Lou, going, you know, I want to release this now. I want to do this. And my lawyers are all going, you know, let's do it right and let's get all these pieces together. So if anybody out there is wondering why we haven't released it, even though the government said we could, this is why. This cone, how do you say it? Konek or cone, um, Conic. 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 They, uh, this is all, this could all be tied together, everybody. This is a breach of our, these are the breach of our elections and our, uh, these voting machines, these computers that are used that we cannot, we cannot let this happen to our country. We have to get rid of these computers and we get rid of these voting machines. And I don't know why, Lou, that every, it, <laughs> Everyone, all the media, that's all they do is push back on me like I'm some kind of, you know, terrorist that I want to get rid of these machine companies and get rid of these computers. I mean, it's 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 well, like uh, you know, it's nuts. You notice you may notice in, in modern day America, you you have to be part not only of the uniparty, right. you have to be a, a absolute conformist and you cannot have any original thinking and you can't have an opinion separate from that of the establishment or the ruling regime. Uh, I mean, we are talking about right now, we are standing on the forefront of what is, uh, without question, a totalitarian impulse 
that is driving the entire Democrat Party. And if anybody votes for a Democrat this year, they just haven't been paying attention or they basically are communists or uh, totalitarians and they want to see America destroyed. This is not a there's no two sides of this discussion. The Democratic Party is run by Marxist Dems. The, The puppet president, his masters are Marxist Dems. And I believe chief among them, that's just my opinion. But I believe chief among those running him uh, is none other than Barack Obama. Yep. Uh, so it's going to be a fascinating. By the way, we got some good news on polling. Uh, one of the latest polls showing that uh, just about 40 percent of Hispanics are going to be moving toward uh, the Republican Party in the midterm elections coming up now. It's less than three weeks away here. Right. Uh, and and we're watching 18 percent. Of blacks are now expected to vote Republican in this election. And and all the stories over the past weekend, Mike, all the stories were about the, the Democratic Party is in shock that Americans don't like socialism and they don't like communism and they don't like totalitarianism and they don't like people who do. How about that? Yeah. Would have guessed. yeah, exactly. And and there, I think it's a shock. I, like I say, I was just out in California. I spent almost a week there. A lot of these, uh, you know, these kids are 25 to 35 years old and they're just, uh, they're coming up to me and they're going, they're wanting pictures and stuff, but they're also going, you know, we can't believe what's going on here. And they're looking for hope. They obviously, mine's leaked through to them through the, the media attacking me. And I go, do you guys realize now that socialism isn't having a cup of coffee with your neighbor? I, that we skipped right over socialism to communism. These guys, they were yep. sitting out there with $7 and 30 cent gas and they're just decimated their, the, uh, their economy out there. Well, they, when ours is too. I mean, it's not this. You know, but I mean, they're they're like ahead of us out in California in spots, and and they uh they're coming to the I call it the common sense party. Um, you know, I'm not saying I'm saying the common sense party, which I put our great president Donald Trump in there. They're starting to see everything he did that led up to December of 2019. Those were decisions made in spite of all the attacks that manifested for us as a nation and as a people, one nation under God. All it benefited all of us. I don't care what party you're in. And if people they got to see that firsthand. And then they also have seen what a regime can do to destroy a country in less than a year and a half. Now, everyone has seen that. That's a, I have friends of mine that have been liberals and don't vote a Democrat, and they're going, they're completely, you should see some of the tech, that completely flipped over to the, uh, but then they asked me, well, what, what about this Republican Party? And I said, no, these new people coming in, so many, everybody, of the new candidates coming in are for the American, they're American first candidates. And... Uh, one of the biggest ones is when we got to get these secretary of states in, these new secretary of states, because that's where Soros and everyone went after our secretary of states and both parties were compromised and, and they run our elections. And, um, and we were, you know, we were talking with Jim Marchant. Uh, we're talking with all, as many of the secretaries of state we can, as we can here on the Great America show. But talking with Jim Marchant about what he's facing out in Nevada, yeah. uh, I mean, people spending uh, two, three times as much money as he is, he's running a grassroots campaign, yep. uh, and, and he knows full well uh, that since the early 2000s, that good old George Soros has been uh, 
focusing on secretaries of state elections, mm. throwing millions and millions of dollars at it. And by the way, the Republican Party didn't have a clue what he was doing. And as usual, the idiots and the Republican National Committee are just sucking up uh, dollar bills and doing very doggone little mm-hmm. uh, to help candidates at the state level win. Right. Uh, it's it, it's a, what the Republicans are is, by the way, Mike, uh, I, I got to just say it. Uh, they're a mess, too. Absolutely. They've got to wake up. They've got to. There's so many of them played plausible deniability to what went on and what's still going on. And they just ignore it. And it's all about, oh, let's just raise money for this and and ignore where the problems were. Soros went in right after our secretary of state. This has been I'll tell you one thing. That's why I've said the 2020 election will be the most important election in history because of what we got got exposed. We now all know what secretary of states do. We all know the laws they broke. There's a Supreme Court case right now that is going to say you can't do this anymore. Yet the legislatures make the laws, everybody. And when you had the secretary of states breaking the law, but the attorney general's not doing anything about it. And then the judges coming in when they were sued and going, oh, that's okay because we had the China virus going on. This stuff can't ever happen again. A law is a law. You don't break the laws. And if you need to, you have an emergency session with the legislatures and make a new law. And this is where we're at with everything. And I'll tell you, the uh, people better really, I think people are going to be so looking at like not just the you know the Republican Party, but look at the candidates within that party. We have a lot of them that made it through these primaries where their elections weren't stolen. Remember, a lot of them were stolen in this primary, uh, and a lot you, you don't have to look too far to go down in Georgia, but uh, and in uh, Colorado and places like that. But but um, I well, let me let me ask you let me ask you if I may. Uh, where does your where do you stand? The Supreme Court rejected your defamation lawsuit appeal. Uh, where do you go with that case? Well, we're going to have very, we're going to have very very big news. And I just right before I got on your show, I asked my lawyers, "Can I say it on Lou's show?" And they said, "Mike, just be patient." Lou, we'll do another if we do another show next week. I'll announce it on your show. We have some great huge news for everybody, and. I'm hoping that, you know, they said now they can release the information. I would like to bring this whole thing to the uh, to Nichols out in D.C. and say, hey, this this lawfare needs to go bye bye. Uh, here's here's this evidence. Enough is enough. This is uh, this is ridiculous that you're even trying to run people like myself out of money and attack them when you know there's nothing here. There's never been anything here. It's been lawfare ever since Smartmatic sued Fox News on February 4th of 2021. Um, the attacks have hurt us um, massively at my pillow and myself, but they, uh, um, and uh, but everybody has stepped it up out there as far as buying directly where we've been able to, uh, you know, not have to lay anybody off. But uh, this is what they do. They they've just weaponized that weaponized the FBI. They weaponized. Um, you wonder where we're at as a nation, Lou. And they protect companies like Smartmatic, ESNS, the um, Dominion, but attack companies made in America like My Pillow. It just it's like flipped on its head. I didn't change. <coughs> I'm the same person I was before this evidence all got brought to me. I can't change what I've seen or know what I know. I'm not going to back down and say, okay, let's just uh, let's just let this go away. 
Um, you know, and well, here, here's part of the problem too, and I know your frustration is profound, and 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 your concern. You're you're a passionate guy who cares uh, about this country and and all Americans, but right now, we can't trust the United States government. Right, and I, I'm talking about the court system. I'm talking about the Department of Justice. I'm talking about the FBI. When we 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 have to. We cannot allow ourselves to get too caught up in one thing. And you, you talked about we're going to get rid of lawfare. We're not going to get rid of lawfare until we get the courts under control. The, the courts should be dismissing so much of this crap right. uh, that uh, the radical Dems are throwing up. I mean, look at what's going on that's coming out with, uh, with the John Durham uh, trial. Uh, we know that the FBI, Robert Mueller, I mean, my gosh, to think that he was in charge of an investigation. If you listen to him, and I was listening to him on uh, Technofog, who's a, a terrific uh, 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 source on uh, Twitter. I recommend everybody uh, pay attention to Technofog. Uh, it, it's just amazing to sit there and think that this guy pursued the president of the United States and told the Congress of the United States to go to hell, that he wasn't uh, going to, you know, he, he kept saying to every question, whether it was Matt Gates or whomever it was, uh, questioning him at the moment, he'd say, it's not my purview, it's not my bailiwick, right. it's, uh, I, you know, I, whatever. And you know what? Every one of those claims is the same thing as saying, I'm taking the Fifth Amendment. But he was trying to avoid... Uh, the consequences of his actions uh, and by and, and refusing under the Constitution, he's required to respond to the oversight committees. And he told him to go to hell and got away with it. Right. Uh, and by the way, uh, he got away with it some uh, when the Republicans were in charge uh, of that Congress. It, it's uh, it's just it's despicable. It's despicable. despicable. It is. It's disgusting. And Lou, I will say this: one, I agree with you on the judges and stuff in our in our courts. They, we have brought right now. I could sit there on your show and tell you there's at least, I would say, anywhere from fifty to a hundred different lawsuits out there in all through all fifty states, and and so far, and this is what everybody needs to know. When you talk about the election or the voting machines and stuff, and that, that which I believe is the is the uh, will be the downfall of our country if we don't get rid of them. And no judge has looked at the evidence. They've kicked the can on something we've all known now, which is called a word called standing. A judge can kick anything out and say, "Well, you don't have standing." How does a judge? This is in in Arizona, everybody. We did a preliminary junction there about four months ago to get rid of the electronic voting machines. And the judge, and this was Carrie Lake, who's running for governor, Mark Fincham running for secretary of state. So they, they're the plaintiffs. They put this in there. We put all the evidence in there. Now we accept that we're thinking, wow, the judge actually is going to look at it. And he listened for a day. Well, then uh, two weeks later, Lou, he kicks it out and says they don't have standing. Right. How does how does Carrie Lake and Mark Bincham and the people of Arizona not have standing in their own elections? I mean, but because they've real. got a crooked judiciary there, uh, we've got yep. it all across the country. And if, by the way, everybody listening, 
But, you know, I don't care what state you live in. I don't care what part of the country. Uh, Right now, we've got a problem with our court system, and it is a huge problem. You remember when Chief Justice John Roberts said there's no such thing as a uh, Obama judge or a Bush judge or whatever. You know, bull. Uh, That's all we've got. We've got partisans at every corner and turn in our judicial system, and it's just rampant with political corruption. Uh, we are in a dangerous time because this is uh, this is just unacceptable for for America uh, to be in the situation, the condition that we're in, and not have a response from the people at the polls this November. It's got to happen because otherwise uh, the left is going to subsume everything that is great and glorious about America. You're, you're exactly right, Lou, and I, and I encourage everybody – I know I got uh, attacked in the media for telling you all this, but you need to vote same day, if at all possible, on November 8th. You need to vote that day. It's a lot harder for them to cheat. We know this. We're going to be watching the algorithms. We, I have people hired um, at least, uh, um, I don't know, probably 50 different people, cyber guy, watching things in real time. But you need to do your part and vote same day and get get a hold of everybody you know and say, hey, not only you vote Republican up and down that ticket, but you need to vote same day. And if you get sent a ballot, this is really important, everybody. Ask people in California about how important this is when they did the Newsom runoff or the Newsom uh, um, um, trying to get rid of him. You need to bring your ballot that was mailed to you. If you get a ballot mailed to you, don't open it. When you go in to vote November 8th, if they say, oh, you've already voted, you say, I have it right here in my hand, and you call your sheriff. You call your sheriff. Your sheriff has power in your county, and we're going to gather all this information right after this, uh, right after November 8th. We have people on the ground in every state. We are watching them, and it's uh, this will be as best as we can do. We have many, many counties, too, in this country that are going to be paper and hand-counted. And a lot of them, I, and then they say, well, why don't you tell us what counties they are, Mike? Ask Nye County in Nevada how, that when they announced that they were going to do paper ballots, so you talked to Jim Marchand, they, um, they've attacked them, Lou. It's disgusting. The media oh, yeah. has attacked them. Well, the file court- suit, by the way, that suit, that suit got, uh, they lost that lawsuit, by the way, ACLU. Uh, they did? So, yeah, absolutely. Oh. And, uh, well, that may not stop them, but you right. know, away we go. Uh, you know, I've got to say, Mike, it's always a pleasure talking with you. I know you've got uh, some very important business to take care of today and the next few, few days, uh, and, I, and I wish you all the best in that enterprise as well. Uh, thanks for being here with us. You get the last word. Well, I just want everybody to – I know a lot of times it sounds hopeless out there, but it's not. I, you know, I just came from Florida with all those people down that have lost a lot of physical things, and they're all, they all have hope. They're still praying for our nation. They're praying that we come out of this and we get to this beautiful place down the road here. And we're going to look back. And like I say this all the time, Lou, God's had his hand in all this, everybody. We're like living in this, this big spiritual battle between good and evil. And when we get down to this place that it would get out, and I don't know how far out that is, but when we get there, we're going to look back and say everything had to happen just the way it did, even the bad stuff, because you said it earlier in the show, Lou, people, it's opening people's eyes. They're seeing this stuff go on and they're going, hey, we don't like communism. We don't like socialism. We don't like this economy that's going on. We don't like these things. Well, these are all manifestations 
of a regime that took over because of a stolen election. And uh, and we've got to save our country. We have all the tools. God gave us grace for such a time as this. And everybody, keep praying, but everybody get out and vote on November 8th, the day of, and vote Republican up and down that ticket. Exactly as Mike Lindell says. Thanks so much, Mike. We appreciate it very much. And I'm looking forward to uh, your announcement next week, and you're going to yep. call us and let me know, and then we're going to put you on the air, and uh, we're going to uh, regale the American people with uh, with that news. Uh, yeah. I, Absolutely. And, uh, I, again, yep. Thank appreciate you. it. Look forward to talking to you. Yep. Thanks, Lou. And I can't wait to let everybody know next week. I'll let you. You'll be the first to know. God bless. Thanks for being with us today. Here tomorrow will be Mark Simone, great American and friend, super talent, Mr. New York, and more. Please join us for that tomorrow. Till then, God bless you and God bless America. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> Auto Trader.